The days are getting shorter, and you can feel it in the air. Yes, it's that time of year. Pumpkin is finally back at Dunkin'. It's the cozy you've been craving all summer long, now in your cup at Dunkin'. Pick up all of your pumpkin favorites, like the signature pumpkin spice iced latte, or a pumpkin iced coffee, and bakery items like pumpkin donuts and muffins. Sip into something comfortable to celebrate the start of cozy season. Use the Dunkin' app for contactless ordering. America runs on Dunkin'. Hey everybody, welcome to Farscape. Hey y'all. Rule, rule. Uh, today, we are all three bodily uh, present with each other. Even though recently we've all been in New York, we just haven't wanted to be in the same space. I've taken to be incredibly lazy and just phoning in because I didn't want to travel all the way to Harlem from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and we didn't want to travel to Brooklyn either. No. We've actually come to you a few times yeah, recently. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so... But we are all here. We met in the middle. We decided to meet in the middle. And what better place to meet in the middle than yeah. at someone else's apartment? <laughs> so Hannah Elliott and Magnus Walker are uh, gracefully letting us record in their, in their space. And they're going to join us also. It's not yeah. just, That's right. Not we're not just, just we're recording, not just recording, recording in, their in their apartment. We're not just yeah. talking yeah. about them as if they don't exist. <laughs> in their own home. Yeah. Yeah. In the they have microphones, but they're just here to listen. Uh, this, <laughs> is a live, this is a live <laughs> show <laughs> of two people. Yes. <laughs> That would be really sad if we had a studio audience. Yeah, yeah, if we had a live show and there were less people in the audience than on stage. Yeah, I've played those shows. Yeah, I've definitely played for less people than have been in the band. (laughs) We definitely have done that. That's for Um, sure. Well, for listeners, quick introduction uh, on account of I don't think we have enough time to list all the things that these interesting folks do. Um, How much time we got? Well, that's all dependent on you. I think maybe we should let them tell you. We could probably fit it all in. You can edit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, cut out whatever you don't like. We we have we have Hannah Elliott and Magnus Walker in human form along with us today. Um, Tell it well. So for y'all who've been listening to the show, we've had Hannah on in the past. um, One of our few repeat guests, which we're thrilled to have again. Um, we our first repeat guest, actually. No, well, yeah, we've had a few. Ooh. Marcus and Henry, and then Hannah wow. is our third. We're some good right. company. Is our third repeater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. unlucky. Uh, it's it. right. And uh, <clears throat> Hannah is writer, journalist, amongst many other things, as well as uh, Magnus is. How do you describe yourself, Magnus? I've been trying, thinking about it all morning. I keep it real simple. Man with a beard. <laughs> Man with a beard. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and although this is obviously a, 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 a listening medium, listeners, I'd just like to assure you, it is an extraordinary beard. Yeah. Spectacular. You know, I'm yeah. here for the uh, EVBC. That would be the East Village Beard Convention. <laughs> That's right. The weekend, so all you beardos and weirdos get down to the East Village in New That's York right. City. That's a year-round convention, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah down here, I believe so. working on it every day. Yeah. <laughs> this it is, is. why I live in Brooklyn I just can't I just can't cut the path right? yeah. well there's tons of hipsters in Brooklyn I mean I'm not dishing that you know there's five boroughs out there Hannah and I are going to be off to Staten Island over the weekend that's yeah. the new hipster he's obsessed borough. is that right Staten yeah. Island yeah what are you yeah. doing over there We'll, well, we'll let you know we're on not Monday. sure <laughs> oh you're we're going, exploring. We're, yeah. going. We're, just we're just going, going. Where we're going are you there for the beards well, we'll find out. We'll find I've, only out. Been, I've literally only been to Staten Island on once, as in actually, actually walked, walked around on Staten Island, yeah. as in being there, not just like driven through on the yeah. expressway. And it was in 2008 when I first came to New York City. I was still an actor, and I had a friend come to I was doing a show here, and a friend came to visit, and he was like, let's do the Staten Island Ferry, so look at the views. And I was like, yeah, great. And I was like, well, we can go to Staten Island. I've never been. So we literally got the ferry to Staten Island, 
We got off the ferry. Stepped on the island. We stepped onto the island. Kind of, we walked about five minutes down a sort of main street yeah. type sort of vibe. And we saw someone get stabbed. Oh, oh no, you're <laughs> kidding me. And then I was like, Town cool, man, Staten Island, great. Wow. Well, we just Let's get back to the safe the haven of New York City. <laughs> yeah. wow. I mean, it wasn't like a subtle stabbing either. Wow. It was just like... Murdered to death. It was just like, death. saw someone get knifed. You know, we saw That's like a, a little... New York story. It was like a little scrap broke out. It was like, there was, I think they were like little late scrap. teens or yeah. early 20s, you know, like it was a little scrappy scrap. Youths. And uh, the some youths. youths, you know, some little youths. And, they, um, <laughs> and then s- s- just straight up, someone literally just pulled an eye. <laughs> you know, it was like so blatant. It was kind of extraordinary. Both me and my friend were like... <laughs> what? I'm sure it's gentrified now. Yeah, yeah, surely. Yeah. Yeah. surely. I mean, the East Village used to be a no-go zone. Yeah, yeah. The true. stabber's and probably it, a real estate mogul you know, nowadays. Enjoy, yeah. it, enjoy this weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm looking Thanks, that's a very encouraging <laughs> Yeah, go story. ahead. Yeah. I feel I've great about it. it. You know, the bridge is it. awesome. The Verrazano Bridge is awesome. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually looking forward to exploring Staten Island. Yeah. Back to you, H. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, please, please. Well, I was going to say, you will notice at least an addition of one funny accent. In the group today with Magnus, yeah. I think uh, there's a lot of funny accents. Yeah, well, we, we, we talk yes. regular. We talk yeah, good. We, we talk, yeah. over there. We talk yeah. good. We talk regular. Regular. Hey, yeah. um, I forgot where. Tell me where I'm you're from. from Oregon. 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 Where we oh, have no accent. I remember. Yeah. We speak beautifully yeah. and vanilla. Yeah, you talk regular. Yes. We're covering yeah. so much. Sure. We're covering a lot of geographic bases today. Yeah, we yes. It's a global show. It is a global show. So we have Oregon. Oregon, I am West Wales, yes. but also London, also now New York, and I'm guessing Marcus somewhere in the north of England, York, uh, Sheffield, yeah, Sheffield, Northern yeah, Boy, yeah, yeah. Jewel and Northern Crown, yeah. Steel City, Yorkshire, yeah. Steel City, much steel like Birmingham, Yorkshire. much like Birmingham, Alabama, also that's a steel true. city. The yeah, other that's big right. Steel yeah. Wait, is that right? Y'all are a big steel city over there. Sheffield, yeah, we yeah. invented stainless steel. Benjamin Huntsman, that claim the fame. Special steel cutlery, knives, and forks. In fact, I have a steel flask yes. made. With Sheffield Steel Sheffield that we found in California at the Is Rose Bowl right? market. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we like flipped it over and it said Sheffield. Sheffield's claim to fame, other than yeah. you know the full Monty and Def Leppard. Were you uh, were you going to catch the Alabama game over there at the Rose Bowl? Is that what was happening? Uh, yes. no. Yes. Wait, no. Yes. It was the Alabama <laughs> oh, yeah. Shakes, I think. Yeah, you something. Like there, you oh, there you go. I'm you still go. trying to That's find Sweet Home on the map, though. Every yeah. time I try and find it, <laughs> it's not there. It's, sweet a state, home. it's a state of mind now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even I've learned like, that after eight years is that Sweet Home is in fact just a every state place. of mind. It's oh, every yeah. place. But you, you, Mark's mentioned the full Monty. Are you guys aware of the full Monty? What's the full I'm aware of the so full I'm just Monty. bringing this up just because we have listeners which are both in the UK and obviously here. So this is like a genuine little bit of like transatlantic cultural crossover. Yeah. You, you guys haven't seen the, the full Monty, Monty film? It's a, yeah, yeah. the film Wait. In, in play. It's I know f- that there's like a, I know it's also a euphemism for uh, like male nudity, but oh, yes, there's exactly. male nudity in yeah, there. Exactly. It's I, interesting I'm, where your mind went on the full Monty right there because yeah. the final scene of the movie is. Mm-hmm. The full Monty. Monty. But is yeah. that because of the movie or was it there beforehand? What? Steel or full Monty? No, the full was, was full Monty a euphemism for nu- full male nudity before, before the, the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Oh, about okay. That. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. I think it's so play it's on not, words, right? Yeah. You call that. Wait, Magnus. When you're a thespian, right here for some. I was, I was, yeah. I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's the wait? What, what's the connection with Full Monty and Sheffield? It was filmed in Sheffield. Oh, there and you, go. It's, you yeah, see, yeah. the Full Monty film is about a bunch of out of work steel workers, yeah, uh, unemployed and on the dole. Yeah. And uh, basically, they decide to do a sort of Chippendales type strip show money. to yep. make for money for the ladies. Yep. Because they're unemployed in this grim northern town of Sheffield. Which is really not so grim anymore, but uh, it was a cool place to grow up. A lot of music there, you know. I was into heavy metal. I was like, you know, uh, 
Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue, Iron Maiden, all the British sure. bands, Sex and Saxon. stuff like that. But Sheffield also had, you know, its claim to fame was um, in the 80s, all the new wave bands. Yeah. Human League, ABC, Cabaret Voltaire, Heaven 17. Wait, is Iron Maiden? Then into the 90s, are they from up there? Uh, What's oh. that? They're not from, are they from Sheffield? They're from Sheffield, all those yeah, bands. Yeah. Really? Iron Maiden is. Not Iron Maiden, but. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, about all the, the new, new wave, wave bands, yeah, Human yeah, yeah. League, ABC, Heaven Seventeen, Cabaret Voltaire, Def Leppard is the big Sheffield rock band. Yeah, and, and then, then in the nineties was Pulp, Pulp. Yeah, Pulp. Jarvis yeah. Cocker. This is definitely a, a sort of extension of the new wave. Yeah, and then the latest yeah. uh, Sheffield export is Arctic Monkeys for those of you listening out there. Uh, Their name was crazy on the dance floor. Yeah, oh, it's a Monkeys man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nothing about all that. All your favorite music. So you're learning a lot about Sheffield. Well, that's that's the whole idea, you know. We're, we're, and we're, on a we got to British up the thing, show. You know, McLaren's now producing uh, carbon yes. fiber composite the um, monocoque tubs. tubs there in Sheffield. Yeah, so. Well, that was handy. So, Marcus, you mentioned cars. And that's another of yours. That's one of your specialities, right? Beyond the beard. Well, you know, Hannah's uh, <laughs> really speciality is cars. You know, I'm just that's, sort of. Oh. I'm, a, I'm an enthusiast. Uh, but yeah, I'm a car guy. That's my thing. I like cars. Um, wait, let me. Uh, yeah, so I was going to say, it's, we would. It's probably time to mention cars between the two of you, in no, some, I mean, in we, some we, respect. We don't have uh, you know what I'd love to talk about, really, if I have time? Please impossible. tell me. Why is it so hard to find good fish and chips in New York City? <laughs> Dude, that's a good question. Let's, let's, let's not waste time on we cars. Can, yeah. Let's dive right into the meaningful. That's fine with me. to find good fish and chips in New York City. So... I've I, never had good I fish clearly and don't chips know the answer to that question. Yeah. You I can went, tell by looking at it. I mean, here's my synopsis. When it comes and the fish looks like a... A brick that's over battered, and you can just tell it's like greasy over fried. So the outside batter is really crispy, but then when you break it open, everything's mushy, mushy. and oily and undercooked. Yeah, He'll yeah. send it back. Fish, mm. I've sent it back like many really? times. Many, to the so point have you found now, good fish and chips here? Does no, it exist? The best fish and chips in New York is a salt and battery on Greenwich, oh, which is the English fish to. and chip shop. But you go to a pub, and I don't care what pub it is. You go to any pub even or restaurant. Even the Lobster Pound in Red Hook. Even the Lobster Pound in Red Hook sent it back. And you can just yeah. tell by looking at it. It's like just flash-fried, undercooked, over-greased. they always know. I mean, they, they always, the like chef the always comes gray, out and is like, I'm you know, sorry. It's, they, it's not like they even dispute mm -hmm. it. I've yeah. seen it a million times. They come out. They, like, shake my hand. They're like, I'm really sorry. Yeah, they're like we're still trying. Yeah, yeah. for years. After years, it's been decades. After yeah, <laughs> we're great at doing lobster, but fish and chips. We haven't got that thing yeah. done. Yeah, do we think it has to do with the uh, the death of print in America? You know, yeah. doesn't oh. it need to be in the newspaper? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not in the newspaper no more. <laughs> yeah. My theory is it's something to do with the batter depth and consistency because they see that the batter is cooked on the outside so they stop cooking it but the fish is still yeah. uncooked inside and then it gets weird and mushy i That's also think it's the fryers probably not yeah i was about to say the fryers i bet it's not oh. the same heat on the and oil. it's not yeah. breaded yeah oh. and then mm. my other thing is the 25 dollar burger this seems to be a new york phenomenon oh well. yeah you know, it's hard, hard to find a good burger. The $25 burger generally is disappointing. Oh, always disappointing. There's a place in Brooklyn or Fulton called Emily's, which has this, like, everyone's like, it's the best burger. Best and it's, burger And it's ever. like 25 bucks. Yeah. You, just, you eat it and you're like... It's How's a, this a $25 burger? burger you know? mm -hmm. I find a lot of people overcompensate with the burger. they got to throw on, like, a whole field of vegetables yeah. and other the stuff. Whole field and, of vegetables? You know, <laughs> who wants that? My big peeve is, is the, the 20 cent bun on the $25 burger where the uh, bun yeah. just falls apart or the padded to bun ratio. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
Why is it so, so hard to I've get fish and chips in a good this, burger? I've heard the transatlantic opposite, which is that I've, I've have American friends who've complained about the lack of a good Cannot burger. Cannot get a good burger in all of Europe. In Europe. In Europe. Yes, in all of Europe. It's not just yeah. the United Wait, Kingdom. It's no. just in, you can't in get a good burger in Europe? Like, no. And elsewhere. I had one of the best you, you hamburgers in my life in Paris. In Germany. Oh. On burgers. German burgers. I mean, yeah. It would depress uh, German uh, burgers. Germany. Germany. Yeah. German burgers. <laughs> German <laughs> beer is awesome. <laughs> yeah. But German burgers, not quite awesome. Are you thinking awesome. of something specific? Or? Well, we're in Stuttgart. I we're mean, just the best impossible. Burger. It's demoralizing. Yeah. They, they take us to where they say the best burger is. And I mean, you just feel terrible because you don't want to say it's horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you just kind of smile I had through. A, but I have a, a good friend of mine who was, a, who was a chef <laughs> from the East End of London. And um, he worked over in New York for a while. And he's a big, and you know, he was like, well, he's now like an international sort of mission, works for a Michelin star set up, you know, and so he's like top of his game. But when he was here, he was sort of, you know, slinging meals slightly under the table. But he, you know, and he's not, he would always say that when he's not working, he just, he'd like eat Dunkin' Donuts and McDonald's, you know. I've heard that about like, yeah, a lot yeah. of and chefs. He would say this very yeah. common in a lot of chefs, yeah. but just one like basic, straight yeah. up food. Yeah. And yeah. he was very interesting about, like, he became obsessed with the American burger when he was uh -huh. here, like, he'd talk about it. And he's like, as far as he was concerned, the best burger in, in the city were to be found in sort of like grimy corner diners when they sort of still existed. Yeah. And, and then when he went back to London, having been here for a few years, he just used to rail in the same yeah. way. And his whole thing was that there was a out, like there was a sort of strange paranoia at play that they were so desperate for it to be good and to yes. be like it that there's this vast overcomplication going mm -hmm. on the British yes. chefs like trying yes. to think of the best brioche the bun and yes. they're, they're just like he was like no you just don't get it that's not they were the trying point. to think outside yes. you know it just yeah, yes. it, it yeah. just needs to be simple straight up Twen like yes. you said a 20 cent brioche bun yeah. no messing around yeah. nasty <laughs> dirty American cheese it was like that's what you're after you know yeah. and yeah. you go to these like, gastro pubs in the UK and it's you know, and it's all kind of like sourdough bread, sort of like mixed. You're hangers, using your fingers a lot to describe you know, yeah. these <laughs> things. Like you're yeah. conjuring. Yeah. How's a finger we're conjuring? conjuring. You know, I'm conjuring, conjuring, and it sounds amazing. Yes. And you're like, I'm going to have that. Out of the, the hat. It's this like yeah. very over. It's on the ciabatta. Yeah, yeah ciabatta. <laughs> but it, it just needs to be on a potato bun. Like that's all it needs. You know, those gastro pubs are not going to be open on a Sunday after 3 p.m. though. No, they're not. It's England, right? Have you, Hannah and Magnus, have you all spent any time in the South? Do you get down yes. there at all? Down south? Well, yeah. Yes, quite a bit. Like the pro of us. proper south. You know, uh, well, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia. A, Georgia. Well, well, we uh, were just down well, in ATL, right? Down we in were okay. just yeah, in Georgia. That counts. Down that yes. counts. I mean, I went to school in Texas. Now, mm -hmm. Texas, oh, that's right. I know, counts well, as the southwest. Yeah. Yes, at Baylor. I so that I did point. live in Texas for year, for five years. Waco's the south. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Waco, we can have a discussion about what the south is. I struggle with Texas. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do, they, and Texas loves it. They will write, the, you know, don't mess. I don't mess. dislike Texas by of any course. means. I mean, but it, Texas to me, it's want like to be a, independent? Is there like a, a, a separate public. country? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love that little contrarian streak. You know, some of my favorite people live in Texas. Yeah. And I, got a lot of in Texas. I have a lot of relatives there. I'd yeah, love, I, I know, do too. very... Independent, you know, I, I do like that attitude. Yeah, but it's not the South. That's, South. That's my thing. Like what you're saying? Yes, yeah. I don't really count Texas as like culturally. It doesn't. It's just not the same culture right. as Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, 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 North Carolina, South Carolina. Like that to me, Tennessee. That is so. And then certain pockets of Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> that's a different country too. Yeah, <laughs> you get Panhandle Florida. That's uh, the South. You get Middle Florida. That's, that's Gulf something Coast, scary, right? but it's it's there. And then South Florida. 
It's just its own ball. I know in down in the Miami, my Jamie. Yeah. Oh, I love Miami. Miami. I do mm. love Miami. See, I've Miami never been here. down there. Yeah, Hannah, oh, I, like I don't so know fun. what to do with it. I know a ninety-two-year-old American man in North London who lives near my mum and dad, and he's been out of the country for nearly six, the U.S. for nearly sixty years now, and he never he never comes back. He doesn't want to come back. Interestingly, you know, he was, yeah. like, he has fairly negative feelings, but he's from Illinois. Interesting guy. But if, if you ask him where where would you go in the states if you had to go back, if you had to be moving, and his answer is always. Texas, really? Yeah, that's he always he, and he always says the same thing. He says some very fine, pe- very fine yeah, it's people. Yeah, it's true. It, that's a <laughs> very good way to put it. <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's is that he's someone? People. He's someone who's like reje- almost yes. rejected the country because yeah. he true. thinks of the one there place he could be. It'll be the place yes. that rejects the country. You want, you want Texans on your side. You yeah. know, they they will have your back. Stand up. But you love Georgia. Uh, you've ATR, been to I've been to Atlanta. Years. I don't know how many times. A lot of times. Well, uh, New Orleans. He's yeah. probably one of yeah. my favorite mm-hmm. southern cities. Yeah. Have you been to Johnny's Hideaway, Magnus? In, Johnny's Hideaway in Atlanta. I couldn't find it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have been in the Claremont Lounge. A little yeah. bit of uh, Atlanta humor down there, and you know, I like to keep it peachy down there in Georgia, as you say. But oh, yeah. back to New Orleans. I think it's hard to beat. New Orleans for an inspirational city. Yeah, I it's, agree. Yeah. I did an awesome drive, actually, with my buddy Chalmers, who lives down in Kirkwood, the little East Atlanta village area of Atlanta. And uh, we drove from Atlanta uh, all the way through uh, Blue Ridge Parkway, Asheville, mm-hmm. and into North Carolina. Yeah, that's, mm, yeah. Visited our friends out there in Durham and Raleigh and uh, drove back through a monsoon uh, flash flood I remember you thunderstorm that, yeah. so uh, yeah. I've driven quite a bit down there I've been down in Virginia VIR racetrack which is oh, yeah. not too far from uh, Durham North Carolina I even have a little piece of the oak tree there is that right so it's what I call southern charm and hospitality down there so I can mm. relate to yeah. to the southern way of um, adapting to the environment that's down there in real racing country Nashville <laughs> that's right yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the real Tony race Stewart yeah. Yeah. forget about all these right hand turns here's a yeah. question for you right. though do you, in the south did you think there's any is there any similarities do you find to any or uh, any any part of where you're from in the UK in terms of like just not just in hospitality but in any other parts of like yeah the, there's the inbred folk all over yeah <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. all right sure. hey you want, we can go that way wow 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 <laughs> no no it's a good question I think there are a lot of similarities yeah, between where that. I'm from you know Yorkshire and uh, the South you know honest down to earth people um, genuine great driving roads salt-to-the-earth people. So I like the South. I've spent a lot of time there. You know, it's, uh, I understand the concept of uh, sitting on the porch and watching paint dry, different mm-hmm. pace of life. So uh, That's what we're going to do for the second half of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to sit real quiet. Maybe we'll talk the, about people as they drive by yeah. a little bit. Well, you we know? can sit in the cemetery. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We'll wait for yeah. Home Depot to deliver the paint. It's very broad, yeah. but I've often found myself thinking that sort of like the Northeast is more akin to the sort of Southeast of the UK and like London and the home counties in yeah. terms of the attitude. Like, and then when I've gone to the South particularly, I've like it's felt like it. suddenly the language and the way people interact and they sort of treat each other has felt more akin to like the rest of the of the United Kingdom in terms of not just the north but like they the talk with the hands as well, as well right say again they talk with the hands yeah, as well. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that's I agree I, mean, I think it's a valid point you know um, like I say it's nice down there also I would say if we're talking about accents I think it's very interesting that the south the southern accent is soft and mm-hmm. rolling and so is the British yeah, yeah. even though it's different there's it's, there's a a, a long history of like i think mostly irish um immigrants coming down into the mountains of north carolina and that like kind of highland area mm-hmm. of, of north mm-hmm. carolina 
Um, Scottish and, immigrants. And, oh, is it Scottish? Yeah. yeah. So Scottish immigrants. And that's like where so much of like Americana folk and old time music comes from right. that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. formed into the mm-hmm. Southern yeah. accent is that, which I guess oh. makes sense. And like, also there's totally. a weird thing, which I think the sort of kind of high class Southern accent, like the old school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yes. genteel More thing genteel. is actually very similar yes. to like a too. sort of posh English voice in quite yes. weird subtle ways. Like I remember yes. when I was, or oh, many moons ago, when I was not only when I was still an actor, but when I did drum, when I was at drama school and you have like accent training, that was one of the ones that you were told about quite, they were like all the stuff in like, you know, dialect teachers would say to you, you know, if you if you ever come across Tennessee Williams or stuff like that, you'll find that actually it's probably not as tricky as you think it might be. It's close and actually is rather weirdly it's like there's got quite a lot of crossover they don't pronounce the r for example mm-hmm. we were yeah. talking about that last night like the yeah. kennedy accent right yeah they, yeah they, yes you know you watch all the american Catherine Hepburn movie. And, right. and, yeah. and, you know, yeah. the john kennedy yeah. had a very different way of speaking too it's mm. interesting how would you he was that like transatlantic yeah yeah that's sort of transatlantic yeah. feel yeah, yeah. Yes. 100% uh, exactly yeah. That was, it was called transatlantic that, that was the exactly yeah yeah, they have. That's a weird. Uh, the New Orleans accent is like probably Almost one of the weirdest weird. accents in. How do you the pronounce country. it? Uh, I say New Orleans. So it's not New Orleans. That's how people from New Orleans, yeah. from from like New Orleans, from that place. Country, country ass yeah. people yeah. in New Nola. Orleans will say yeah, New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah, yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's how, like, that's what's so weird about like Southern Louisiana is like they they barely pronounce anything, but it's mm-hmm. like in this whole. I mean, it's very French influenced. It's it's like both it's country French and like. Spanish and all of these different weird influences, so it like sounds almost like nothing else. Like, yeah. I, feel, I, feel like I feel like I feel like New Orleans is a uh, just a different country. To yeah, it's like stepping there. back. In yeah, it's like oh, you're totally. in a different place. Like and when I be in Paris, when I was there, I've met like older people there who would talk about Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. They'd be like, the thing about those Americans, they'd be like, hang on a second. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> born and raised in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I, we we do a lot of accent talk on this show. Yeah, it's yep. good. Uh, it's it's a fascinating thing. It, uh, I think they're endearing too. I think. Uh, yeah, we all have one, right? We all have one, except except for Hannah. Yeah, so, no, yeah, except for Hannah. What's what's yeah. so interesting to me is like how different Magnus and Howell sound, even though the UK being so, like, or like the, Great Britain being an island that is like small, maybe the size of a small, a small island with a big footprint, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I do that. It's, it's one of the weirdest things about the UK. It's like it's so tiny, you know. You can, like that. You well, can the dialect you can go thirty the miles is, away. And, exactly. You know. Yeah, right. the, the variety of voice there is. I think almost. Like weirdly unique, like almost in the world, in some in terms of the size of the country. I think it's because oh, yeah. people didn't travel. You know, I grew up yeah. in Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Manchester was thirty miles away. They sounded completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't go to Manchester very often. Yeah, so my my accent's kind of strange because I left Sheffield when I was nineteen. Mm-hmm. I've lived in LA for thirty two years. It's flattened out. So now yeah. you know three fifths of my life have been actually in Los Angeles, two fifths of it in Sheffield. So I'm actually more Americanized than I am English. But I think back then as a kid, like, for example, we hardly ever went to London. That was like yeah. a big deal yeah. to go to London. And how which how is many miles was London? 160 miles yeah. away. That's yeah. it. But, you know, back to the Sheffield-Manchester thing, different counties, like, we hardly ever went. In LA, people commute 30 miles one yeah, way Yeah, exactly. It's different. Oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's not like more. A, they'll do it, 50 miles each way, 100 a, miles a day. This it's would, like, yeah. you know, yeah, like, it's like there's a psychological geography almost, you know, in terms of how you think about distance in this right. country compared to the yes. UK, you know. I think that's just right. I mean, people didn't really travel, didn't have a car. It was public transport. You know, it wasn't quite as easy to get around. Things moved slower. So different era. Now, of course, you get out your phone and, you know, yeah. 
you want to find something, right? You just go to Google and, okay, oh, yeah, Willie Nelson's 82, right? Or is he 85? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let's yeah. find out on Google and yeah. there you go. I mean, so. to give our listeners an example, if you want to, any of, any of you guys listening, um, want to set yourself a little accent challenge just to hear a bit of difference, you've been listening to the sound of originally Sheffield emerging here. Yep, Sheffield. But if you wanted to set yourself, so 30 miles difference from Sheffield to Manchester, only 30 miles, you were saying. Right. Yeah, right. So anyone listening, if you wanted to just Google quickly, let's say someone from Manchester. Noel Gallagher or uh, Liam Gallagher. Yeah. So, yeah. so Google, oh, yeah. Google, yeah, Google either of the guys from Oasis and hear them speak and then compare them. To Blur. To Blur, but, but okay. also to your voice, or, you know. Yeah. But, to like, give, but just to give a sense of like... To Joe Elliott from yeah, yeah, to see that that's a 30-mile difference and you will hear for yourselves like the... How radically different that is. And then go 30 is, more, know. you're in Liverpool with scouts. Yeah, and right? then 30 more, yeah. and you're in Liverpool. Exactly. And then you'll have to have subtitles or something. <laughs> and then you listen to the. <laughs> which is called the voice of the Beatles. Uh, that's yes. right, the voice, syrupy voice of the Beatles. My name's Ringo, and I play the right. drums. The mop there you top. Go. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> is there, are there big cultural. I mean, obviously, like the accent, but is there like a noticeable cultural difference between that short of a distance? In, a, in the, like between Sheffield sort and Manchester, sort of the general stereotype is north and south, not yeah. so much, you know, east and west. But mm-hmm. like the accent change doesn't necessarily denote like a hard cultural difference. Uh, yes or, and no. Um, you know, if you've watched that great film Lockstock, you know they talk about northern. Uh, what is it? Northern monkeys, southern fairies, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Maybe that sums it up, Guy Ritchie. I don't know, but yeah. It was always sort of like, you know, the North, you were sort of dumb and, you know, the South, you were smart, which is obviously yeah. not, not the case, but that was the stereotype, which may be similar to, you know, the States in... Uh, yeah, we're just the opposite. We got the opposite But then, of course, you know, like just a broad... When I say broaden it out, you know, just in terms of different cultures, but, you know, only so many extra miles you go north of Sheffield, then you're literally in Scotland and that's not yeah. only a different country, yeah. but a completely different accent, so almost within similar amounts of distance. You'd be wearing yeah. kilts as well. You know, yeah, yeah. like, you know, you'll, go, you'll drive up the road, what was it, 200 miles to Edinburgh? Yeah, probably. My sister lives in Aberdeen, actually, which is the Granite City. Yeah. And it's, you know, those guys really have a thick, thick accent. Mm, yeah. Which yeah. you really got to focus trying try to listen understand. to. That. I mean, right. even yeah. between there, you know, Sheffield to Newcastle, you hear a Geordie speak. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people in the UK, people from the South, will hear broad someone speak broad Geordie, and they probably wouldn't understand what they're saying. Google Brian Johnson if you yeah, want listen to Geordie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go, yep. ACDC. Yeah, you know, broad Geordie, and then you go out to Edinburgh, and you'll get a suddenly some quite genteel sounding like Scottish. You and McGregor, yeah. like you and McGregor, yeah. or and like Maggie Smith from. Prime of Miss Jean Brodie back in the 50s something oh. like the sort of precise like and right clear. across the, and then right across Scotland there's Glasgow yeah but then you just put it up but it's not even across like yeah. Glasgow is or Glasgow you know whatever it's <laughs> what, probably yeah. 20 minutes on the train from Edinburgh and it's like Craig Ferguson yeah like some people there, <laughs> it will be some parts <laughs> of that are coming through yeah. Yeah, the guys getting in, warmed up indecipherable you know um, to some people obviously not people who live there yeah yeah. Good job, these subtitles, right? Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> parenthetical, do you speak Welsh? I speak a very tiny, tiny. Oh, let's hear some Welsh. Yeah, I, I, that is a very odd sounding language. I've oh, yeah. I've actually, I've actually only just been learning it properly yeah. over the past year it's, and a half. Yeah. Better late than never. Give them a taste. Give the people what they want. I will literally yeah. say, Dwi'n Vesky, Shalag Kamlag, which just means I am learning Welsh. You know, I could, but I could say some like very incidental other phrases. But I've really just begun. Can you say where is the library? I cannot say where is the library. No, dang, dude. I'm sure it'll be useful. You say, may I use the bathroom? But it's, a, but it's a growing language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my mum and dad don't speak it, and yeah. they're from um, and they're from South Wales, from just outside oh. Cardiff, and they're very much of that generation. I'm, I'm 
not many people know this, but there was a, a certain period of time where not only was it sort of frowned upon, but there was a still a slightly weird colonial edge to the like the Welsh language slightly being not just squashed, Tom Jones, but sort of like it was. They used to do this thing in Welsh schools. I swear to God, they used to people do this go to school in Wales. Yeah, go, yeah they go to school. oh. schooling in Wales. They did, and, um, <laughs> fire everybody did that. <laughs> it's just it's a comedy it's show, it's right? North, right. It's 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 keep it, keep it coming. Yeah. Yeah. Keep fire. it coming. It's a friendly fire. We're ready it's for it. It's northern monkey behaviour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They let me out the zoo. Yeah, let him out the zoo. It's Friday. It's the weekend. That's that right. Turn it up. They used to do this thing whereby if kids were this is I can't know when this stopped. It's probably the early 20th century. But he's barefoot now. But they um. I like it. But the uh, they would if you were heard speaking Welsh in a school classroom, you were given a they would put a board around your neck and it said something. It was a bit like the dunce corner, right? But and if you still had the board around your neck by the end of the day, you could get you know like punished, beaten or whatever you know with a caned or whatnot. Um, But if the only way for you to remove the board, like the Welsh speaking board from around your neck, was if you heard one of your friends speaking Welsh. Oh, you would dob them in. Whoa. So you'd say, oh, that's horrible. You'd say, I heard Die speaking some Welsh in the old, corner. Old Die Welsh talk. And then they would transfer the board. So you were encouraged to, like, really to snitch yeah. on your pals in order oh. to wow. avoid being beaten. I wonder wow. if that happened to Richard Burton. Maybe. I mean, he's a Welshman. I know. Right? He's Welshman. a brilliant writer. That's actually. probably why he ran away. But uh, no, yeah. that was like some early, yeah. that was some like early 20th century sort of Welsh oh. language nonsense. So it's like you had a sort of strange hangover, you know. You'd be punished. <laughs> or Anthony Hopkins could yeah. happen to anybody. Could happen to any of us. <laughs> you never know. That's why yeah. they Did you call him Anthony or Tony? I don't. I, I well, say I Anthony. call him Tony. Tony when we're hanging yeah. out on yeah. the yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. a, we got a personal. You probably I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got a thing going on. Uh, Tony, uh, I didn't even. But when I met Howell, I mean, obviously, I knew Wales was a place that existed and going to look good for Alabama. But whatever. <laughs> I knew. I knew Wales was a place. Uh, well, as I first went to the south, um, I was in like rural Alabama outside Birmingham, and <laughs> like someone, the fish. Yeah, yeah, and so, yeah. And this guy said. I think this guy said to me, he went, he went, hey man, where are you from? And I went, oh, I'm, I'm from Wales. And he went, light the fish. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Like, oh, no. It's like, it's not a- I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, no I'm, comment I'm, needed. Yeah. yeah. Sounds yeah. like kind of, you know. Um, so a, a bit of a shift. I do. I, I, I talked to Hannah about this a little bit because I didn't know this much like Wales. I didn't know this existed uh, before. Wait, I, do you mean the country or the fish? Oh. The country. I Excuse think me. The aquatic a mammal. Isn't a fish. Yeah. It's a mammal. Whale I know. A that's mammal. that's the best part of the story. As I tried to tell these guys, we like, talked about it a lot. But you know, I'm, I'm not the archetypal sounding Welshman because I was there. I've, I was in school in London for many years, and my own voice is a sort of I sort of shift around, you know. Like if I'm back in West Wales, suddenly, I will, yeah, I will Adapt sound. To the environment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Wonder, well, yeah. He's an actor. Actually, you know, yeah. not not probably not dissimilar to yourself, you know. Exactly. And that was think or swim. That it's a fishy story. When I uh, when <laughs> I was chip. fish and chips, um, like I think the, the whale, whale tail segue is going to lead into yeah. the car talk. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So. Yeah. You know, well, whale tail. Little Porsche humor. That's good. For those who don't know, that's very subtle. I so I didn't know this existed. The Millie Miglia. Oh, oh yes. Millie Millie. Oh. Yes. Speaking yeah. of accents, so now we're going Italian. Millie Millie. Uh, you have to say it with your hands. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Millie Millie. Millie Millie. there. Yes. Ciao. So, uh, uh, without getting too deep into the uh, the whole car thing, you yeah. both are pretty deeply entrenched into the automotive world. Well, we're tall. <laughs> yeah, true. Big, big in cars. Uh, big yeah. in cars. Large in inside cars. of cars. Yeah. Big and tall. Um, 
What is the Milli Miglia? I didn't know what it was, and I talked to an Italian fella not too long ago, and he freaked out that that you you hadn't heard of it. That I hadn't heard of it, and and that I, you know, were acquaintances with folks who were in it. I mean, it it seemed like he was, yeah, he was bugging that I didn't know what was going on. He was bugging. He was bugging. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What what is it, and what did you do in it? Because I'm the short answer is it's a thousand miles around Italy. It's a thousand mile race. Is that, that what Millie Miglia means? Uh, from yeah. Yeah. from, yeah. from basically miles. Milan to Rome and back. It starts yes. just outside of but Milan. But ironically, they, yeah. they're in kilometers there. So, uh, yeah. it's, a so it's actually 11,000 miles. It's actually it together, a thousand. Italy. It's 11, it, it was 1,100 miles. It was six, we did it. It's about 1,600 kilometers. Yeah. So what you're telling me is it's not even graded in miles and yeah. it's not even a thousand miles. No, it's, that's right. The course varies. It's about 1,200 miles. It's been run since the 60s. No, no, no. It's been run since like the 30s. Well, they stopped it. Because of deaths. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Yeah, you'll have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sterling Moss set the record, I think, in 1955. It in a something crazy in a Mercedes, and he did it in like 10 hours or something like that. We can Google that. We can Google that. Yeah. Uh, this year, Hannah and I did it over four days. It was over 1,200 miles. It essentially, uh, where does it start, H? It starts in Brescia, Brescia which, which is, is near a little Milan. south of Milan in the north of Italy. And it goes to Rome. And you take back roads all the way down to Rome for mm-hmm. two days and then you come up on the other side for two days. Yeah, so that's essentially what it is. It's four-day rally around Italy, it's 1,200 miles. 430 vintage cars. The cars. Say, yeah, there's a lot of so, yes, regulations, right? Yes, the, the, cars, the have cars have to be, have to be pre- younger than 1957. Yes. So yeah. pre- 1957, but that was also, when the race the actually stopped. Yeah, so that's when I they see. cut it this off. This is not a race; it's a this rally. This is a rally, which gotcha. is slightly different, right? And it's way more complicated than just having the fir- fastest car be first. Takes place sure. yeah. on public roads that hit, are not yes. closed. It's mm-hmm. very the support vehicles, and then as it's a public road, there's probably another 200 plus cars following along. Yeah, plus. Cops on motorcycles. Yeah, just so, like people watching, right? Just see yes, all the incredible cheering. cars. The yes. greatest thing about the Emilia Emilia is the people. You pull into these little towns and villages sort of in the middle of nowhere, and you're greeted by hundreds to thousands of cheering spectators everywhere from, let's say, five years old to 100 years old. Yeah. And yeah, these really, really thing. spur you on because the Emilia Emilia is, is kind of a slug. You're in the car a minimum, minimum, 12 if not 14 hours a day yeah. that's if everything goes right you're lucky if you sleep <laughs> four, yeah, that's if, if you don't get lost up. and your car doesn't break down it's yeah. tough mm-hmm. as well because you're in Italy and there's all that amazing food just outside <laughs> you know all this, you're driving past Cappuccino. people just like, yeah. Yeah. no espresso for you like, 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 la dolce vita yeah there's no time for any any of that no time for that you know fooling around with that you don't do this for fun no no you don't do the Mille Miglia for the food. You do it you for the experience. You don't do it to sightsee. Yeah, that, I mean, see, that doesn't feel very so Italian like to me. It feels like there would be a race. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, but I've got to stop for this great well, you know, That's the great race I will film. say, some, yeah. you can kind of choose, look, do we want to try to be competitive or do we want to just do the route? Yeah. And we tried to be competitive. I mean, we... Well, I never it, read the rule book. So, well, you know, I did. Hannah read That's the rule book. That's where the navigator. I was yeah. the navigator. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did. I took the easy job. I did the driving. Hannah took the hard work, which was the navigating. The best thing to see was that Magnus was free to drive how he wants to drive, sure. which is 
it, like dangerously doing everything driving on sidewalks you know splitting traffic going opposite the opposite way of traffic and the cops were telling you go faster let me like, sum it really? up like this yes. now that's Italian yes. yeah that's that very feels Italian the cops were saying come on yeah. like let's go the Mille Miglia is really like a thousand roundabouts because these little <laughs> Italian B roads you know, every kilometer or mile or two, you come up to a roundabout and you're stuck in traffic behind 30 other vehicles, half of them are tractors or trucks or slow-moving tourists. So you can either wait in, you can choose to wait in line behind the 30 cars or, or you can move into the other lane, sure. split oncoming down. traffic go and go all the way down, head on into oncoming traffic of and That's then hopefully he cut right in before you get to the roundabout. Now, nine times out of 10, though, people don't let you back in. So you force with this potential head-on collision with a tractor trailer, or you just have to muscle yourself in. So the million million is you can't wait for um, someone to let you in. You have to force your way in. And I have to say that we were fortunate enough to be doing the million million with the Mercedes-Benz Museum, yeah, I was about who to put say. us behind the wheel of a 1955 <laughs> Mercedes Gullwing. Yeah. And we drove it as if it was our own car. Not once did we really think, hey... This thing's probably say, worth about two million bucks, and we say, don't know. You can own put it. a fifty thousand dollar ding in that pretty quick, couldn't yes. you? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Thankfully, after four days and twelve hundred miles, yeah. we yeah. returned the car with no Nothing. issues, no damage. No issues. And sure, yeah. I will say that car. If you've ever driven an E-Type Jag, the Gullwing. If you have, if you've driven an uh, E-Type Jag, the Gullwing's pretty similar, but it doesn't stop as good as an E-Type Jag. But I will say that's a car that I would love to own. You can completely date. If it wasn't such an expensive car, you could daily drive that car. Sure, yeah. If you had the money, you could I do mean, it I, and not worry about I it. I pretty but much it's got super the same experience. My first car was a 58 Fairlane. So oh, it's basically same. the same. Yeah, in yeah, all yeah. yeah of course. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Give or, give or take yeah. a couple million dollars, it's yeah. about the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's great. The experience uh, is pretty similar. Personality. Yeah, you know. It, yeah. The Gullwing has a lot of personality. The Million Million is an adventure. It's a great, great spectacle. A great spectacle. How, how many people are, are rallying in that? You that say? was 430 cars entered. Registered in the rally. And it's a yeah. you have a driver and a navigator. So do the so, math there. Yeah. That's like, you know, and they're all just moving around people. Italy for four days. But then it's they have a support great. crew. Most, even Plus like the, the private teams, crews. have a yeah. buddy following in a van. We actually mm -hmm. had, do you know the um, guys from Alloy and Grit? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, the Land Rover folks. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So we randomly ran into them over there. They were supporting a privateer uh, guy driving a Jag. Right. And they had brought some of their rigs over and were the support vehicle, which yeah. I think is actually probably harder potentially than even doing the race. Probably, you're up yeah. all night repairing things. Sure. I mean, those mm -hmm. days are long, literally, like I say, yeah. you, you know, you're up at six, you're starting at eight, you're looking to get to the hotel by 10 or 11. By the time you sort of decompress, go to bed, it's new, midnight, yeah. one, and then four hours of sleep. So on day four, you're a little sort of blurry eyed you know people said it was like the hardest thing they'd ever done i'm like how can this be that hard you're doing thousand miles yeah, over four really days mm -hmm. and the speeds yeah. are not that great you're probably yeah. averaging yeah. only 30 35 miles an hour but it's the intensity of it yeah mm -hmm. you know and there's a lot of hurry and waiting there's a lot of like oh we're lost we're not sure where we're going everything's in italian mm -hmm. there are no subtitles <laughs> yes. yeah. the we don't speak italian oh really yes. yeah how did yeah. you make sense of that i mean you just signs, yeah, just yeah. Kind of like, basic understanding of Latin. Probably. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I can. We watch you can think your th yeah. way through <laughs> yeah. Italian. Yeah. I got you through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, it was a great adventure, really and for us, the experience was super memorable. And yeah. I will say, we didn't have a single issue with that car. It was incredible. And that car's like no sixty-three years old, never overheated, never missed a beat, easy to drive, and this is the most surprising bit. 
tons of headroom. I could wear that bowler hat in it. Mm. And we got out of the car every day without a single eight, which is kind of hard to say mm. if you're spending 14 hours a day yeah. in a car. And we are tall people. That you get out without a backache or anything like yeah. that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's insane. Because like even in my car, like I, I can't spend all day. I've right, done yes. the drive from New York to Birmingham in one day three oh, times boy. now. How far uh, is that wow. in kilometers? Uh, I don't in know. Miles. In, in, in miles, it's about nine hundred sixty-three. So that's yeah. almost a million, yeah. million. Wow. Yeah. So we did that one, in a day. In yeah, in uh, it ended up. It's only supposed to take fourteen hours, but it ends up taking about. So here like in America, we'll chew up a thousand hours. miles like it ain't shit. You yeah. gotta yeah. No that big right deal. Now. Yeah. 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 No big deal. We ain't worried about that. If you have yeah. a dog in the backseat, it takes seventeen hours with a dog because I got to get him out and you know yeah. all that stuff but man's best friend yeah it's a uh, right. I, I don't know if I recommend it is it's definitely like fun to say like well I just yeah. did a thousand miles today and like I'm in a different place now but like the last two or three hours oh. I'm like you're numb exa- I, like yeah. my legs I'm like okay I hope I don't get like a blood clot I'm tired yeah. I'm like I'm about to fall asleep and I'm just like yeah. I just gotta go just yeah. almost there and just, do yeah. that for four days and that's pretty much the mm-hmm. yeah. deep vein thrombosis yeah, right. exactly. It's a killer. Yeah. Yeah. How did you write about it? Because you're a yeah. writer as well. Well, I, said, I didn't write about Millamilia. I actually okay. took holiday days to do that. But we did another rally in Austria that I did write about for the magazine. So yeah. it's sometimes I do write about it. And the name of the magazine is just so I'll Business listen. Week. Business Week. Yes. It's a little small local yeah. gazette public. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit like Scrappy Young Rag trying to get yes. it together. Yes. It's important because, you know, actually, we'll make sure there's a link to some yes. of your writing. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Business Week or Bloomberg. Bloomberg Business Week. Absolutely. Yeah, great, great, great. Uh, yes. Yo, Mikey. Yo, Mikey. The, the last, the last thing we're going to wrap here in just a minute. Uh, I thought we were just getting started. <laughs> oh, well, we can go. We can go. Millie, we can go fourteen hours yeah, on this. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to make it happen. Uh, we this should is, do that. We should do the podcast live from the Millie Millie. I mean, by the time you yes, edit you out should. the bloopers, I mean, in the you know, car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it in a fifty-five Chevy pickup truck. As long as we have cappuccinos. Yeah, small coffee maker in the. You know, there were some. Were there? There were some American cars in the. Yeah, we saw Cadillac. Anything pre Anything 357, yeah. You could even drive a Corvette in the middle. Sure. Uh, Fiona's not eligible. Yeah, my, my 58 Fairlane won't make wow. it. Yeah, backdate it. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 I'm sure we can figure out a way to fudge the. No sure. one's really going to check. Yeah. It's no. a Fairlane. Well, it's the only the only year that looks like that is 58. Oh. That's I, the only problem. But do you, how many people know Fairlanes encyclopedically? Yeah, they very few. I would, yeah, yeah. I would just be yeah. like, it's a 55. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. It's old and American. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, pronto. It's like Porsches. They all look the same. They all look mm-hmm. the same. Um, so speaking of Porsche, this is the only Porsche talk we're going to do and the whole thing only because it like it makes like eight-year-old me so pumped I can't stand it we're looking at him right here well I'm down with you have Magnus Walker you have your own line of Hot Wheels cars yes that is how does that work that is these that is one of the coolest things I've ever heard in my entire life the short answer is it just happened organically. A lot of things in my life just happen organically. You know, if much I, like the beard. Yeah, 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 much like the beard. <laughs> the beard is an allegory. It's the spirit of Sheffield. That's right. Yeah, the beard is actually yeah, not organic. It, it was now. grown this using spirit, added home, really hormones and pesticides. Yeah, that's spirit. really good. <laughs> <laughs> now it started with one car three years ago, and now I'm up to twenty five. Um, twenty five Hot Wheels. Yeah, twenty five okay. different Hot Wheels. Because you've different got hot a, a wheels similar models. number of real. Porsches, is that right? Yeah, I, you know, it's like the, the running joke, they all look the same. But the greatest yeah. thing about Hot Wheels is everyone has a Hot Wheels story, and uh, I'm going to stand up and 
take this one out of my pocket because that one's yeah. actually yeah. gone around he the just world. Just pulled one out of his pocket. This yeah. this car did the mil- uh, this Hot Wheels did the Mila Milia. Really? And that's yes. actually a replica Can of my own car. Yeah. Is that okay? So it's that his, car's it's his lucky rabbit foot. Yeah, yeah, that car's actually gone around the world. It drove across Australia. It went off road. So this on is on his paintware, huh? Yeah, on his paintware. Yeah, rubbing against keys and quarters. So everyone has a Hot Wheels story. This one's that pretty so cool. cool. It's a 964. And then they asked me, would I be interested in doing some non-Porsches? So I've done a bunch of non-Porsche cars from some VWs and muscle cars and minis and yeah. stuff like that. So uh, it's kind of cool having your own um, your own Hot Wheels. Don't yeah, you have a van cool. coming out? I do have a it's top secret H off the record. Oh. But yes, there is something cool is coming. There, there is yeah. a VW bus coming out. It's That's really cool. cool. Yeah. Coming out in time for You know, so it's cool working with Hot Wheels, Mattel, you know, um, the creative guys. Yeah. And it's just a fun experience. And it's, it's good to give these away. You know, I never sell them, uh, they're all giveaways. And uh, it's kind of like a cool little Lucky Charm business card to oh, have. It's, so. Yeah, it's one of the coolest things. That's the Hot Wheels ever. story, happened organically. And. Uh, kind of one of those things where you never give up on your dream i wanted to be a car designer i wrote to porsche and in the end uh, ended up designing stuff for hot wheels so uh, yeah i think everyone's got a hot wheels story and we're all sort of uh, big kids at heart so yeah never give up on i my dream. my only quick little hot wheels story is just a just a weird one it kind of freaked me out when i was in second grade i got a hot wheel set it was the only one i ever got for christmas yeah, uh, we lived in a farm in Tennessee. Did it have like a loop, loop? Yeah, yeah, you know okay. the orange yeah, track, yeah, yeah. Like, wow. yeah, that thing. And um, to love because I was raised, my dad used to build MGs. That was like his whole thing was building MG BGTs oh, in I didn't particular. Rule mm-hmm. Britannia. Oh yeah, and so I loved I loved cars, and so I, you know, I got Hot Wheels when I was a little kid, and so I got a Hot Wheel track one year. It was great, played with it, loved it, whatever. We moved away from Tennessee years. I mean, I was in college, and uh, we were buddy of mine. We were driving to Nashville. And uh, I was like, yo, get off the highway. I'm going to go see the old farmhouse because it's right off the highway on the way to Nashville. Um, and so we go off, and there's no one at the house. I think it was on the market. I think it was for sale. And so like, you snuck in. So we, well, so there's a giant barn. It was an old. Don't tell uh, me the track was still in the barn. There was one piece of, of the, the track, track in up the in the hayloft. Oh. I don't know where it ever, how it got there, but I just, I was like oh. literally kicking around. And so I you kicked it, it under the hay. And uh, yeah. Oh. Found a piece of that Hot Wheel track. Ever since then, I was a dude, hot, that like so vividly burned Hot Wheels into my brain right. as like yeah. this, uh, yeah, I don't childhood. know, like just a weirdly important thing that like even at the time when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, these are cool. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, I, was, I lived on a farm. Like I was way more into like horses and all that sort of stuff. Tractors. But seeing that little thing all those years later, just like, yeah, that's in, that's in there for the rest of time, you know. They just um, celebrated the 50th anniversary, yeah. which cool. is, is pretty cool. But yeah, everyone yeah. has a story like that, which yeah. is, uh, is is neat that you found that piece yeah, of track. That's yeah, that's really cool. How old did you have Hot Wheels, wheels as a child? Yeah. No, man. Corgi Matchbox, I bet. Yep. Yeah, Corgi yeah. Matchbox. Well, like, yeah. Just like anything to do with corgis. Yeah. Know, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ponies. It's like and, best in show, like, right? Yeah, yeah, just like endless corgis. That was my childhood yeah. Yeah. in any form, you know. You know, sort of like walking them, you know, hunting them. Hunting with them. With corgi against corgi, corgi fight. Yeah, corgi dog fighting. Swimming in the pool with my inflatable hanging corgi, out with the queen like, and the corgis yeah, you know the queen yeah. and the corgis you know yeah. dragon hunting with our corgis obviously sure. in the mountains of Wales, that welsh you know, blue blood yeah. sure yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly the yeah. boy from norway yeah <laughs> <laughs> well guys we've taken up a, enough of your time for the day and we really 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 appreciate y'all not only being on the show but having us over to the house 
beautiful spot. Get an overlook the old cemetery I'm not there. Go. Yeah. I'll take the spare room if that's yeah. Yeah. Right. We're going to sure. go get fish and chips, guys. Yeah. Come on. We're going to go get fish and chips. Yeah. Yeah. If you can provide fish and yes. chips, yes. you're welcome to yeah. Yes, or yeah. learn to cook it. Um, that's right. So before we go, um, anything that you guys have that you would like to promote uh, that, that you want the, people, the good people of the internet to know about? The plug zone. The, the plug P zone. zone. We're entering the plug zone. Entering the plug zone. I'm all good. Nothing to plug. I mean, just read Bloomberg. Yeah. Keep following along. Look at the pictures. We'll probably be in Pebble Beach. Monterey Carway. So come say hi. Come see us. And of course, you're also always available, I guess, here in the East Village Beard Convention. Any beard enthusiasts, if you're seeking knowledge, beard knowledge, and any capacity. Tompkins Square Park normally is where I like to hang out with the beardos and weirdos, and I can be caught roaming the. Mean streets of New York City looking for inspiration and snapping photos for the old Instagram. I mean, I right. think, Seabob, I mean, you've got a beard going on. You must be feeling inspired today. I do. That's like a real good starter base beard right there. Yeah, I, uh, I keep taking it down because... Foundation. I, so manly, uh, it grows so quick. Yeah. Foundation well, beard. Yeah, I just can't. Uh, it's the only hot. hair. I, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's too hot. It, 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 makes my, it makes my head warm. Uh, and I don't, I don't I like see those being beads warm. Of sweat. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a very sweaty uh, and insulated man. So I, I like, I'll keep growing it out. In the wintertime, I, I let oh, it get yeah. pretty. Full oh, yeah. I let it get pretty good. Yeah. I, d- I never let it get as long as what you have going on right now, just because it, it it's always. In the I'd, have, well, I'd, I'd have to make make it through the summertime, and it I might join up. I mean, you've got a great I'm face for radio, week. though. I mean, you should really. Yeah, grow the beard I know. I know. I really should. I really, really should. We all. It's a. We're, we're a face for radio crew, you know. That's right. Al, how, that should be the how name of the, the show. Has got that. It should be yeah, called face for radio. Look, face for radio. Yeah, yeah. What is it oh, called? Whoa! Oh, turn whoa. There it is. Uh-oh. Hello. Hello. What Hello? is it called? Plugs operator. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, operator <laughs> standing by. <laughs> what is Talking the name of the show? Through. Give the me the fire escape. escape. Oh, the fire escape. Yeah, the, the, the New we York front porch. We have a fire escape right there. I know, that's I know. Why it's yeah. a perfect yeah. setting. Yeah, we could have done Or on the stoop. The art egg. We, we've thought about recording on the fire escape in, ti- in, you know, in the past. I haven't. I thought you were about to say in Times Square. And yeah. I was like, yeah, we've thought about, yeah, like, <laughs> we thought about doing it on and, your fire escape. Yeah, yeah. we've thought about doing it on that one. Yeah, just climbing up. That's like a pretty sizable fire escape. You can get out there and snap a photo out there. Actually, we could do that. That's actually great. Yeah, we ought to do that. Okay. On the fire escape. There we go. Be like well, an album on. cover, right? We should form a band. Oh yeah. Well, we uh, definitely. Hannah and the Weirdos. We've got a good look for a band going. Yeah, I know yeah. That. That's for sure. I play a mean I tambourine. Yeah, Hannah plays the tambourine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Unfortunately, we all play the same instrument. What so. tambourine? It's gonna be four <laughs> guitars and one tambourine. Sounds like Leonard Skinner to me. Yeah. Yeah. How bad can this be? <laughs> oh yeah. We, we can, can play drums. Like can just play like a kick drum. You know, while playing guitar. There we go. Pete can play harmonica. So Pete's got a one man. Going organ. on right yeah, now, like Neil Young. That's She's right. perfect. Yeah, he's Canadian, right? He is. Neil Young is oh, Canadian. Okay. So the yeah. man don't need him around, though, right? That's right. That's what they that's say. Right. Yeah. That's how the song goes. <laughs> Old Leonard yeah. Skinner. Well, that's right. with that being said, uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Yeah. Thanks so much Thank for having you. us over, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next week for more that's Southern right. charm and hospitality. Tune in next week. That's on right. The fire escape. Boom. Roll. Boom. Roll. I'm Swayze.
what's wrong with the beer we got? I mean, the beer we got drank pretty good, don't it? Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit for plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit. Full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.